It was dark in the shadow of the attic. Rain pelted the window. I swung my legs, idly drumming my heels against the side of my trunk, waiting. Grandfather had told me to wait here, to wait until he came back, and then he would take me to where I belonged. The rusty key ground in the lock, and his heavy steps lumbered down the stairs. Then yelling had come, muffled, from outside. I stood on the trunk to peer out the dusty, round window, squinting against the glare of the sun. Father was there, with his faded Oldsmobile and faded suit and faded fedora. Yelling always came with him, yelling and being told to listen to him, not to Grandfather and Grandfather telling me the same. Grandfather pointed down the road, but Father pushed past him, rushing into the house. When Father came back out, he yelled some more, grabbing Grandfather by the shirt and shaking him. Then he ran to his car, and the Oldsmobile roared away, kicking up dust and stones. Grandfather lumbered down the driveway, through the gate and out of sight. Now I stood on the trunk again and looked out, wiping at the fog on the glass with my palm. Rain poured down, buffeted by the wind. All I could see was the porch light flickering dimly through the blowing branches of the tree covering the window. Grandfather was back and digging by the porch, the back of his shirt dark with sweat from the sun. The yelling stopped when it was just Grandfather. All noise stopped. His dear, sweet Emma was gone, and there was only silence and the ticking of the clock on the mantel. I had heard her name, peeking around corners at strangers coming and going, from men with mustaches and handbags, handing over bottles and pills, when Grandfather mumbled it through the scotch on his breath. Father had tried to take me away from the silence, but he only had a faded Oldsmobile and a faded suit and a faded fedora. Grandfather stabbed his shovel into the dirt next to the hole he'd dug. He'd brought back a little tree, and it sat next to the shovel and the hole. He lumbered to the porch, through the door, and the walls of the house trembled when it shut. I jumped off the trunk and walked across the attic, the floor creaking under my feet. The lock on the door was heavy, dark metal, the frame solid wood. There were steps on the stairs, quick steps. They stopped outside the door. Must be rats again, said a voice on the other side. 
but the exterminator said there was nothing up there. Another voice answered, worried, more distant. Just some moth-eaten old trunk. The floor groaned, footsteps and voices retreating. Music switched on somewhere below with a strange snap, not the scratch of a phonograph needle. I went back to the trunk, to drumming my heels, in the dim light of the rain-flecked window. I waited. Today's episode of Tiny Tales was written and narrated by R.E. Rule. Music and production by Frank Narat. If you enjoy our show, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Join us on Patreon for as little as $1 per month to gain exclusive access to the Tiny Tales soundtracks. Visit us at tinytalespodcast.com for details. Thanks for listening.